We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. You know, I could run this over and over again and just let that be the soundtrack of my life. Just the horn rip right there, you know. That woke me up. Continue with the song. I love it. Somebody Mighty Boss Tone Smash with you right here. It's the Mark Milton Show right there. The commander himself, Mark Milton, Icer Smashington. Our partner, Solly, right over there. Here in the Miller Furniture Studios, the three locations that you should be familiar with out there in Lake St. Louis, over here in Ellisville, and then right across the river, the original one in Baleville. So when you need furniture of any quality on the high side, Miller Furniture. No problem whatsoever. It's a family operation. It's wonderful to tell you the truth. To watch that family business grow. Yeah. And watch. Uh, Mark's taking over now. Fourth generation. He's just grown that thing magnificently. Yeah, they're on everywhere. The KMOV. Yeah. I see him doing the, the, they do specials there. And yeah. He's just, he gets it. He gets it. And he knows, you know, people want American-made furniture. And yeah. nobody in the area has the kind of selection of American-made furniture. And it's mm-hmm. ready for immediate delivery, mm-hmm. which a lot of these places are struggling with supply chain issues and all those things. And it's Miller. It's not Mueller. Miller. It's Miller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R Furniture.com. May I thank you publicly for turning me on to Lordo's Diamonds. I ain't been to Lordo's Diamonds in decades, all right? Had no reason to buy any jewelry. <laughs> didn't have no money. And I didn't have no money. That's, that's a good point. I went, and I can say this. I bought Lady Chop Chop a ring. Not, not a wedding ring. Not, not a wedding ring. Nothing like that. And I bought her a nice piece of jewelry. Myra was the lady who helped me. Yeah. I saw... Um, Mike and Jimmy. Mike and Jimmy. And there's uh, another young lady. I didn't get her name. Myra helped me. And here's the deal. She helped me with the walk, looking into, you know, the display booths and all this mm-hmm. stuff that they got the jewelry in and everything. But never once did she bother me. Mm-hmm. Never once did she, like, try to heavy me. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like, okay, what are you looking for? Let's go. Yeah. And when I saw something, she pulled it out for me. No problem whatsoever. I've been to jewelry store. I'm serious. You know me. I'm kind of like not a uh, upscale dresser. So no, you no. So I've been to jewelry stores before, and they look at you like you're about to rob the place. All right, <laughs> these folks. Thought that about you. Well, no, they were nice. They were kind to me. In the Sir, end, are you lost. Do you, do you need help? <laughs> are you in the right place? I should be in another state. Uh, so in the end, I bought a beautiful silver ring. They got a beautiful selection of everything over there at various prices. I was able to afford this one here and a beautiful ring. I gave it to Lady Chop Chop and she loved me for it, man. Oh, so I got to say thank you, Lordos, because if you do something like that, the person you get that gift from is going to love you for it. And that's what Lordos is about to get you love. And you got the holidays coming up. I mean, yeah, it really is. Man. You know, if you don't have a jeweler, great. Having a family jeweler, somebody you can count on to nice give you experience, be honest with you, and, and you know, you can be honest with them about what you're looking for, what you need. It's a great, great thing to Mike have. Mike and Jimmy started shooting Casey stories at me, <laughs> and it was great remembrance because I don't remember some of this stuff, you know. And they start throwing this stuff at They're me. They're big smash. It's fans. pretty funny. It's big pretty smash. funny. They took care of me really, really nice. And, uh, man, when Lady Chop Chop got that ring, I started crying. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. Wow. That's how. And, Emotional. you know, normally the women will cry because they got a ring. 
Yeah. But I started crying because I gave Lady Chop Chop something nice. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've been able to buy nice. Yeah. And Lourdes Diamonds got you covered, like I said, at all levels of affordability. There was an embarrassing crying moment last uh, this week. I watched uh, Winter House. I don't know if you watched that on Bravo. Winter House. I'm like a total sucker for all these shows, like Southern Charm. Southern Charms, it's kind of like a, the old MTV. It's like reality shows. Southern Charms on oh, Bravo. Oh, I know. All, I, Andy, I haven't seen it, but all, I know what you're talking the about. The great yeah. Andy Cohen, who's a St. Louis, St. Louis native. He Is has that all some these, of his the stuff? Real Housewives. All, yeah, right. all those shows. He's got he, the Real Housewives he, of, uh, of Europe coming up. Now. She's everywhere. I mean, but like Southern Charm is the one that's based in Charleston. And then now they've got, oh, they had yeah. a show called Summer House. And now they've got Winter House. I mean, it's just like debauchery. It's like these 25 to 35-year-olds just getting drunk and yeah. doing stupid things. But Kyle and Amanda, they're like the engaged couple, which is sort of hard to watch at times. They're on there together. And I guess, like, they're all drunk, and Kyle loses his fiance. She's just in the bathroom on the phone with her mom complaining about him. He's wasted, and he starts crying when he finally finds her, and it's just, like, uncomfortable yeah. to watch. Uh. People are wasted in there. Uh, like sobbing, it's kind of uh, hard to watch, and I don't know how you go back and watch that if you're him and not just yeah, good hang, point. Hang your head. I'm proud to see that you are one with your customer base because I'm sure they're watching the same stuff that you, the St. Louis Tex <laughs> lawyer, his summer house, winter house. No, it's, it's a bonding moment for my wife and I. It's like it one is? of the shows we watch together. Like, oh, really? Like Yellowstone's another one. Yeah, Yellowstone. I'm trying to think. There aren't really that many other shows. HGTV, man. That's where it's kind of like to, I don't bonding watch that started much TV for me anymore. I really don't. I mean, you don't I, watch that much I, TV, I but you know news. what's going on. Southern well, Charm. I used to watch the news a lot more. I still watch Tucker Carlson. Yeah. You know, I usually tune into the monologue or I play sure. it record, record it. And I watched the election coverage this week. Yeah. Um, what was happening in Virginia and New Jersey, which I found fascinating this glenn youngkin you know yeah. came out of nowhere won the won the the gubernatorial race yeah. in virginia although i don't know i when i see all the pundits the next day all the republicans celebrating i just think they need to kind of pump the brakes a little bit because i don't know if it was as much a oh there's a red wave people are finally starting to see the light yeah. as much as it was hey this is an off-year election turnout you know isn't what it would be in a presidential election i mean this glenn youngkin ran a great campaign yeah actually jeff rowe who's st louis or Missouri. you think not him louis, not Missouri being associated guy. with trump uh, helped him yes yeah i do and that was also what worries me about this race right. is trump like look i I've, I've been no i have not hidden the fact that i was a trump supporter yeah more so about his policies and things he did yeah and so what I worry is that you're going to have, there's like a civil war brewing on the, in the Republican Party, yep. two years, four years, whatever the case may be, where you're going to have people who kind of want Trump to go away right. because he is very toxic in a lot of ways. But you also have the reality, which is like he brought more people to the Republican Party than than anyone could have Ever. in the last you know four years, yeah, <clears throat> four to six years, I guess. So Youngkin obviously steered clear of him. But I think the bigger mistake was Terry McAuliffe, who's the Democrat, who, in my opinion, is a total buffoon. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy is just a complete hack. Yeah. He was good friends with Bill and Hillary Clinton. That's yeah. how he became a yeah. politician. He was actually the governor of Virginia from 14, <coughs> excuse me, 14 to 18. The guy's a hack. He tried to tie Youngkin to Trump and basically yeah. made it a race about Trump. And I think people in Virginia were like, look, Trump's gone. Like, right. And, and Youngkin, to his credit, focused on the issues, which was 
education, right? You know, kids being indoctrinated with these insane, Terrible. you know, liberal ideas, racist ideas, critical mm-hmm. race theory, mm-hmm. you know, the sex, you know, gender identity stuff. And I think people are just fed up with it. They're like, look, you can do whatever you want, but once you start trying to teach my fifth grader about sex ed or yeah. how they change their genders and do these things, like, that's where parents are just like, we're drawing the line. And yeah. honestly, COVID is a big product of that, or COVID led to a lot of that because mm-hmm. I don't think parents were really in tune with what their kids were learning at school. So then kids were sitting at home in front of a laptop and then maybe their parents overheard, like, did I just hear them say that, you yeah. know? So right. that's kind Good of point. interesting how that's Good all point. evolved. And like Virginia also has, you know, really strong public schools, like, you know, the North, you know, Northern yeah. Virginia around the DC area, you know, Loudoun County, uh, Arlington County. I mean, that those are known for having really, really strong public schools and parents that, you know, care and are engaged. And so, I think that was a huge driving uh, factor for for Yunkin mm-hmm. winning. He's also a businessman; like he gets it. Like we, you know, Virginia was seeing an increase in taxes and regulations, and he's like, "We're not, you know, we don't want to become New York. We don't want to become California because it has become more of a liberal state." Virginia used to be one of those like Missouri, Ohio. That was kind of a swing state, yeah. and now it's you know purple state as they call it, and it's definitely become almost a lock in presidential campaigns to go Democrat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's one of the big takeaways too. Is like, could it be in play in twenty twenty four? Probably not, because you just have such a massive turnout. Right. And he only won by you know point and a half, two points anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if it's this like earthquake that everyone's making it out to be, but it's certainly that's what encouraging. I'm certainly encouraging from it my is. perspective that people right. are kind of waking up to the insanity of the left. Meanwhile, Joe Biden's falling asleep at the G twenty over in uh, I Scotland. It. I mean, this guy. I'm telling you, <laughs> I couldn't believe I mean, it's it. It's to a point where. I'm like, I don't see how we can survive as a country three yeah. more years of this guy. Yeah. Like, I really don't. Like, what what, what can he handle? He's incompetent. It's yeah. not just the senility. Senility is the word? Senility, so, yeah. Like, he's clearly not there mentally. Yeah. But I also think he's kind of an idiot. Like, he's never been viewed as, like, an intelligent guy. I mean, he's yeah. kind of been like, you know, Uncle Joe, like, throughout his entire career. <clears throat> I saw somewhere he's actually, like, I think he's like, he went to... University of Delaware Law School, which, I mean, no disrespect, but not exactly a top-tier law school, finished near the bottom of his class. Like, that says something. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, that says yeah. something. But, and the guy but he rode the just, train back and forth to D.C. Oh, every a, day. Oh, I know. Just heartwarming. But, I mean, the guy is just not that smart. <laughs> I don't know who he's got advising him, but, like, even with this, all these um, quote-unquote infrastructure, like, the, the Democratic Party right now is, at a civil, is, is engaging in a civil war of sorts. Yeah. And so, like, I don't see him having the political capital to get anything done. Yeah. So that's only going to make 2022 that much more important. I do think you're going to see just a tremendous wave of victories for Republicans in these swing districts, mm-hmm. you know, house housewise. Because mm-hmm. if you look at Virginia and New Jersey, New Jersey, I mean, who would have thought New he Jersey? He barely lost, yeah. And the guy didn't really have that much support. You know, right. He didn't really get that much outside support. Yeah. Wasn't that the Republican candidate there wasn't that well known. And he loses by less than a point. I mean, imagine if people had yeah. seen that rate. Because Virginia kind of picked up the momentum. Everyone was talking right. about Virginia. But it was because I think Yunkin had the money to fund it and he was being competitive. Whereas New Jersey, the guy almost wins without, you know, really, you know, it didn't spend anywhere near what, yeah. you know, the Democrat did. Yeah. And one of the big counties there, Bergen County, which is kind of northeast New Jersey outside of New York. I mean, that's a usually kind of a swing district in terms of House seats, that went heavily in favor of this Republican. So if you're the Democrat in that seat, you're like, oh, crap, I'm I'm screwed if I don't, yeah. you know, reverse course here and start moderating a little bit. You see where uh, Taylor Swift tried to get some of her fans 
to go anti-Yunkin because a lot of people don't know this. Yunkin, his company, uh, because Carlisle Group. Yeah, there you are. Uh, he owns the Taylor Swift catalog. He owns That's every funny. song that Taylor Swift publishes. Good for him. Well, yeah, I guess so. But she's madder than hell at him. <laughs> and she tried to get her fans to, uh, you know, bump well, him off. And it everything. didn't work. And she's kind of falling out, out of the uh, spotlight. Well, let like. me say this. I saw her with a pre-video clip at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Yeah. And she was uh, inducting Carol King. And she like came Carol out. King. Yeah, she came out in this outfit. And let me say, our little girl has grown up. Really? Man. That's all I got to say. I don't say. even know if I've seen a photo of her in quite some time. Well, on she's got to be 35. I think she's close to my age. I would think age. so, yeah. 20th of November, Hall of Fame ceremony on HBO. Carol King. Carol King. Tina, the great Carol King. Tina uh, Turner. Used to sing with James Taylor. I'm a big fan of James yeah. Taylor quite a bit. I actually saw the uh, Carol King musical at the Fox. Oh, did you? Was that good? Ago. I really good. All really the songs have got to be great. All the songs were good. It's good. Just an interesting story, and yeah, it was, it was a good. I forget the name of the musical, but it was good. I enjoyed. It. I enjoy the Fox. The beautiful, Fox beautiful. A, That's the name of the musical. Beautiful, yeah. It's a hidden. The Fox in St. Louis. If you haven't been, I mean, oh, it's, it's beautiful there. Yeah, they got the Broadway yeah. series, and, right? <clears throat> it's just a, just a nice, nice little uh, experience. Just you know, seeing. I never uh, forget when I first moved to St. Louis and I did my first gig over at the Fox. Uh, I was able to stand up on stage. What was your gig? At, I was hosting a show. Yeah, at, at the Fox. Uh, but you couldn't host the Milton, Milton Halloween party next year. You'll be there. You'll be the MC. You'll be there. I was young, sturdy, in grasp of my health. Uh, but next year, I, I will be there. So it's just, it is, like you say, it's like a, a diamond amongst all these theaters, man. It is something. It it's is really majestic. something. And it's even better now because I'll, I'll never forget standing on the theater and think, wow, they don't make theaters like this anymore, you no. know? So, can I throw something you want to come back after the break? Let's come back after the break. I want to ask you about Trump, though. Do you think Trump runs in 2024? Where do you see How do you see it playing out? Because I don't see him going away. I see Trump fronting for 2024, meaning they'll make, he will make them think, the Democrats, that he is running, he's running, he's running, and then boom, at the last minute, whether it be a month ahead of time, whether it be six months ahead of time, they'll bring in somebody like a DeSantis. A surrogate. And... Uh, and let them carry on in the Trump tradition, I guess. Yeah, I think that would be the best case scenario if you're if you're wanting change in this country and you feel like we're headed in the wrong direction, which I don't know how anyone right now could think we're headed in the right direction. It exactly. seems like everything yeah. is sort of off the rails at this point. Yeah, and it's Do tough. you get that feeling? Well, I just I, I don't I like I'm hope like I hope we can yeah, turn turn around, but like there's just so many problems lurking you know in ter terms of supply like, with the holidays coming up supply chain issues inflation oh, see, supply chain nobody issues working bs to the max man this is america we but don't have you ever supply seen, chain issues but what's crazy is like in the past when we've had economic crises it's like unemployment people can't find jobs yeah, right. that's what's so weird about what's happening right now it's like people don't literally, work. you can't find people right you have they're like literally every company mine included are trying to hire people yeah and you can't find people yeah it's like the most insane thing ever. And it's also why socialism fails. Socialism fails when you just give people stuff because yeah. there's no incentive to work. And then your economic productivity drops. I mean, this is like a should be an eye opener to people out there who are saying, oh, we need more social welfare. No, yeah. because for the last year and a half, we've literally just written a complete blank check to all of society. To yeah. Just do whatever you want, and not work. And right. it's, it's hurting our economy. Yeah. And it's hurting 
not only our economy, it's hurting everyday life. Life is not as enjoyable That's as right. it used to be. That's exactly because right. you go to McDonald's and it takes 10 minutes longer. Yep. You go to a restaurant, you got to wait longer. You got to pay more for things. Like life is not good right now. Yeah. It's not as good as it used to be. And that should be an eye opener. People who are clamoring for socialism. Yep. Sally yeah. the socialist. What do you What do you got? Sally oh, the socialist. Th this is one area where I tend to side a little more with you, but I think we're getting Sally on our side of more and more here. Sally the socialist. I love. Maybe my comrades. <laughs> wow. But with all the people clamoring for the fifteen dollar an hour, twenty dollar an hour pipe dream minimum wages, yeah. they're the ones driving up the prices. Not to mention, think of. 16-year-old Mark Milton working at the stadium club or 18 or however old you were, you know, you're not necessarily— 16. Yeah, 16-year-old Mark Milton working at the stadium club. You're not necessarily looking for $20 an hour or to make a living. You're looking to just put a few extra bucks in your pocket for fun money or maybe school expenses or whatever. So as a result, you're just going to squeeze people out of the jobs where when companies say, oh, we've got to pay $20 an hour or 15 or whatever, we're just— to fold up shop or go to just manager. And can I say something about this? This might sound cheesy, but like, you know, as a kid growing up, I didn't have those experiences. I didn't go to the stadium club. I didn't go to a country club growing yeah. up. And like, there's something about working and seeing other people enjoying life. And like, when I worked at the stadium clubs, like, man, I kind of want to like be these people, you yeah. know, like you'd see, like you right. see like the movers and shakers of St. Louis, the stadium yeah. club, like eating this great buffet, watching Cardinal games and air conditioning. Yeah. And like, honestly, like that helps shape. My motivation you do and my, want to be them. you know what I'm saying? Like working is good. Like yeah. working for money, going out and working hard yeah. is good for society. And so when you just give people stuff, it's not good. It, right. it, it creates a sense of stagnation and just sort of complacency that hurts society. And so I don't know why that's so hard to understand for a lot of people like on the left to realize that like, yeah, life's not fair in a lot of ways. I mean, you can work really hard and you think bad stuff happens and whatever, but like, to just tell people, like, you can't get ahead, it's impossible, like, no matter right. what, the system's rigged, like, it's so detrimental to our country. And, like, to Solly's point, like, yeah, there are entry-level jobs where, like, people aren't going to make $25 an hour. And if you start paying everyone $25 an hour for every job, yeah, it's going to be really hard to find people <laughs> to fill these crappy jobs. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this kind of sucks. Or you're going to have to rely on illegal immigrants exactly. to do the work that other people here in America aren't exactly. willing to do. Yeah. So that's all. That's all I got to say about. That's like you Forrest Gump. That's about all I got to say about. There are more creative lawyer. ways to find aid and to give people the skills they need, whether it's targeting certain areas, education, education. Yes, the hand up, not a exactly. hand up. Exactly. And we're just totally. We've lost all sides. I mean, like even this bill. I mean, you look at some of these things. It's just like it's just giving money to these stupid programs with you know won't have oversight. Ultimately, the people that take advantage of them are probably people that don't need the help anyway. And it's like. Billions of dollars, and the dollar just continues to get weaker and weaker. And yeah. it's like it makes us very vulnerable yep. to a takeover or, or, you know, the dollar collapsing. All right, this is the Mark Miller Show. we got to wrap it up here in the Miller Furniture Studios. We'll be right back in a second.